Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lilu Nishmas, Imi Merosi, Rusmas Mordechai. It's Erev Rosh Hashanah, and I was debating whether or not I should say this Maisa, but of course, I'm saying this now because I figured I have to be true to my Shita, and that is, I'll say a story, even if it's on the borderline of Gaiva or whatever it is, if it could help somebody, I'm going to say it. In this case, it makes me look pretty bad, makes me vulnerable, but I want to share you with you the story for a purpose. It was before I started giving the Dafi share, but I lived here in this neighborhood. I used to dive in Pnei Shmuel every morning. I used to take my children to school and then uh, go daven. One morning, I come downstairs to the parking lot and there's a truck delivering water blocking the entire parking lot. It's never happened before, it's never happened since. One time, guy blocked the parking lot. So I go over to him and I say, you're blocking me. He does it like this to me. I'm like, dude, just if you back up 10 feet, I could get out and everybody could get out. There's 20 cars parked there. I need to deliver the water. So I'm furious. I have to take my kids to school. They're going to be late. I'm going to miss the minion. Nothing I can do. He delivers the water. He comes back. He comes back. I'm like, how do you do this to me? And as I'm talking to him, he starts taking out more water. Like, you get another delivery? He says, yeah. I said, no, Atkan. You're not going to deliver. I'm going to make sure you don't deliver the water. He says, Try me. So he starts, he takes out these big five-gallon jugs. He fills up his thing. I lost it. I go over to him. I take the thing and I flip the whole thing over. And these five-gallon start rolling down the hill. He starts chasing them. And he delivered the water. Shai. Might have been to you. I don't know. It's like to one of those houses over there, to you, where you live over there. I go... During the day, the morning, the this, this story bothered me a lot. And by mincha time already, I said, I need to find this guy and ask him a chila. So what am I going to do? I'm going to go to these houses where Noam and Shamshi live. I'm going to knock on the doors over there and find out who gets water. and Find out what company and, and try to find the truck driver. It's going to be a mess, but I have to do it. I have mincha, get into my car. by have roll over there. And lo and behold, the same truck passes by my car. Like, this is a sign from Hashem, this is great. So I, I start chasing him. He pulls into a building, I pull into the building. He gets out of the truck, I get out of my car. And the guy like thinks to himself, oh no, this guy's nuts, he tracked me down. <laughs> so I see that he's like getting in this defensive. I said, listen, no, 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 I came to ask him mechila. I don't know what came over me. I didn't sleep much last night. Da, da, da. I gave him a whole speech. I want to ask him mechila. And he goes like this to me. I, I don't remember who did what, but the kids are, I get, came over to him, gave him a big hug, we hugged it out. This is a non-religious Jew. I let go, I see he has tears in his eyes. Punch of crime. So, the reason I'm saying this story, I look like I'm a sugar, okay? Little anger problem. But sitting over here all year long, I know that I insulted people, I made fun of people, made, made some jokes on different people's accounts. I 
made people come late to shul, to, 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 to dropping off their kids. So I want to ask the Mechila, and please say, say, sometimes I didn't act appropriately. And I'm asking Mechila, with that being said, Da'ilam should have a Ksiva a good Geben Shiar, a year of more Taira, more Avaida, more connection to the Rabbi Nishleilam, Simcha, Psuris Toivais, Shalom Bayis, Nachas from the kids, Parnasa Berevach. Good move, good move. Avi, why is my water cold? Why is it hot? It is. It is a fast thing. You know, I was hacking. That was just a. Uh, just like after the purse bowl, you're supposed to lend a little money. So, you, so after you ask Michiel, you have to insult one person. And like, like this, you're going through a shana. Since Noam wasn't here last night, I need to tell you that we're going into Tovshin Gimel to pay Gimel. And leaving Tafshin, pay bays. Guess what two daf we're learning on Rosh Hashanah? Pay bays on the first day and pay gimel on the second day. Unbelievable. Do we have we have a second here? So our boys are we're gonna there's a video that came out. It's Arab Rosh Hashanah. It's a time that people like to give tzedakah. So we have. Come on in, Doc. MDY monthly is a concept where you could give MDY. On a monthly basis, you became the mitzvah to the highest degree of tzedakah. Check it out, mdymonthly.com. I'll show you the video a different time. No, not that one. Says CS from Staten Island, I've not missed a day listening to your shir since you vomit that base. I'm really worried for this coming month. Since I'm in America, it's very hard once a young to catch up with the night listening to Tushiurim. I know I can learn it myself. I don't want to break my record. Any chance you could pre-record for the Americans? Thank you and your family for all the time you give us. May Hashem bench all of you, CS, not Nyla. Now, if the shear took me a half hour to prepare, no problem. I'll pre record six shirim, no problem. But usually it takes me all day. And that being said, and with the next email, I'll just read the first line here because it all ties in. Rebelli, I use your YouTube Chazara and have done so consistently. Now, so going back to the first email, yes, this is when people fall off the bandwagon. During Yantif, there's a two day Yantif. It's hard to learn on Rosh Hashanah, davening is long, and there's no shir that day, and there's no mechaev. Make it your business to do the daf. And if you don't, not a big deal. What's stuff paid dollar? A new parak? No, no, pay gimel is a new parak. Okay, jump ahead, jump ahead. I use your YouTube chazar, and I've done so consistently since Yivamas. And couldn't have done Eruvim without it, so you did chazar and Eruvim. I've been Arab Yosef since his days in Essex. I know his technological skills and I'm gr- truly grateful. So I want to say, Rabbi Yisai, we have to have a tremendous to Yosef. He's here here this morning. She was over late last night. He goes, takes him like four hours to edit the shear, and he's here now. But Matzei, Matzei Rosh Hashanah, his job is going to be crazy. He has two shirim to edit. So it's all night. So I want to pre-thank him. And I think the Oilam really appreciates it. So Yishkoyach, Hakar Satayv Yosef. On Friday, you mentioned that Ramosha, who said it was also to ask the class which student had done something wrong, it reminded me of the famous story, the one with the, the Rebbe didn't look at the kid. Okay, we'll talk about that a different time. David Lewis, Manchester. 
The Koylel is sponsored this month for the success of our family and that we merit always grant Hashem. The Mesech, the Lili Nishmas, Yosef Baruch ben Moshe Aaron, and Lili Nishmas, Eloza ben Nathan Shalom, and for that, for my children, I want to say, I want to point out, two people stepped forward very, very nicely for the Koylel guys. One guy, he asked me, what kind of bonus did you give the Koylel guys? I told him we gave a very, very large bonus to the Koylel guys, sponsored by somebody. So he said, I also want to, I want to match that bonus. I said, but you know, it's all one big pocket. If you give the coil and there's extra money, we'll, we'll use it for Gemara. He says, no, I specifically want to give these coil guys that work so hard and they, they don't have a big income. I want, so I said, okay, fine. So two people stepped up, unbelievable. They're not in this list or anything. It just happens to be over $10,000 each gave. Beautiful. So the Masech is sponsored by Jeff Rosner. In schus of my son, Yosef Simcha Chaim Ben Sarachana, we said last night, Things are, we need a big refuah here. Refuah Shlema. Rest of the Masech is sponsored by the official mitzvah motivators for Refuah Shlema, Favra Menashe ben Chana, Brocha, Elilid Nishmas, Zechari ben Moshe is the first sponsor of the month. Second sponsor of the month, the my family. What happened there? It's falling off. We're missing that clip. If anybody sees the clip, it's somewhere around there. Then the White family sponsored Lili Nishmas Ezra Tuvio Yaakov Benesano Yitzchok Ezra Power. Third sponsor. By the Lock and Love families like New Jersey because Torah is the best Segula. Parasach Chodesh number four, Rufur Shleimo for Yecheskel Ben Leah. Parasach Chodesh number five is a schos that Hashem shall watch over me and ensure that I'm completely healthy. Admei Vesra. Lili Nishmas, our grandfather, Rabbi Stroll Issa Ben Kasriel, Rabbi Stroll Yavne. May today's learning be a schos for his neshama and a source of comfort for the family. Cyril, Aramayer, Yisrael Dov, and Usher Zelig. Thank you, man. It's very good. Sheldon and Dana Reich, in memory of our fathers, Noach ben Yehuda and Nochem ben Pinchas Alevi. And finally, Nathan Fruchter, in memory of Jacob Simblima on his 49th yard side. May his neshama have an aliyah. I hope that's... Oh, maybe it's Ben. Jacob ben Blima? That's what it says. S-I-N. Doesn't make so much sense, but okay. Huh? Yeah, but it's the same amount of letters, Ben and Sin. Jacob, I'm going to say Jacob Ben Blima. But if not, it's Jacob Sin Blima on his 49th yard side. It's Neshama having Aliyah. Yavaldik. Rabbi we are holding on the bottom of the payment base by the Gemara. Five lines up. Ibailu. Shomeres Yavam Shemeso Mikoivro. I don't know if we have to go to the. Okay. Shomeres Yavam, all it means is she's a Yavama. So a woman is married to Reuven on top. Reuven goes bye bye. She falls the Yibam. She's in a state where we don't know if one of the brothers, Shimon Levi, is going to marry her, not marry her, give her Chalitza. She Shomeres Yavam. And she dies. Huh? Ah, you're watching. Wow. So you heard about Tavshin Pei and Tavshin Pei Gimel. You didn't want to. But Mendy didn't hear. Oh, you did hear. So why don't you come here live? He heard it on Bornstein first. Ah. Ay. Okay. Okay. Who must bury this woman? Now, the person who gives the, the, typically, the husband has to bury her, right? But who buries her in this, in this 
case. You have a Yavam, you have her family, his family, who buries? Yorshia Baal, meaning the Yavam Kavila, the Koyarsik Suba. Because now that she died, who gets the Ksuba that she deserved? The Yavam. So the Yavam should pay for the burial. Or maybe it's her family has to bury the Koyars and the Chosim and the Chosim and the Chosim because they get the Nichse Milug. Omer of Amram, Toshma. The Sanyo Shimeres Yavam Shemesa. It says Mamish Mefurish. Boisai. You notice what's going on here. Daf Pei Aleph. 80 Daf in Tixupis. 80 Daf in this amazing Mesechna. Yorshei. The ones, the, the Yavam, who Yarshins are, Chayavim Bikfurasa, says Hezmafurish, Yarshik Zubasa. Oisa Yarshim, Shiyarshim Zubasa. Yarshay, what does it say by you? What state? Art scroll, somebody? Okay. The Yorshe Abal, meaning? Okay. I said Yavam. I said Yavam. What is he saying? Shemeres Yavam Shemesa. This is a Yavam. Okay. Yorshe Abal, fine. I, I showed you a picture of a few. The kids are the Yavam. We call them the Yavam. Based on the, you know, yesterday's Mishnah. The Yavam. Yorshik Zubasa Chayam Bikfurasa. Omar Abaya. Afanan Nami Tanina. We also learned. Almana Nizaynes Menichse Yisaymen. So we're talking about a regular Almana. This is Yisaymen here. And Yisaymen have to support this Almana. Umaisi Yudeo Shalahen. And because they support her, they get her Maisi Yudayin. They get her salary. Ve'ein Chayav and Bikfurasa. But they don't have to pay for her burial. Yorsheh, Yorshik Subasa. The Yorshim, it's a double ocean. Yorsheh, Yorshik Subasa. Chayavim Bikfurasa. Now, what is this mission talking about? We're not talking about Yevama here. We're talking about a regular Almana. How do we know? So, if you look at Taisis on the top, it says like this We're going into a Diuk in a mission. It's unbelievable. We're not talking about a Yevama here. How do I know? There's little orphans here. Now, a person who dies when he has children, there's no Yibum here. The Yisayim have to support her. If they have to support her, that means there's no Yibum going on here. So we're not talking about a Yavama. However, because there's an extra Lashon here, what does that mean? It's unbelievable. The Mishnah is talking about this case. But the Mishnah used a double lashon, like they were in a Pasuk almost. Like this extra wording in, in the Mishnah, which is going to give us a hint to another case of Yivamah. <laughs> which person, which Almana has two people that inherit her? We have her family, we have his family. And it says here that his family has to pay for the burial. Omar Rav. 
And I have a back and forth between Rav and Abai. Says Rav, I don't understand. The brother, the Yavam, should say, I, I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to take everything from my brother because I'm a Yavam. Yeah, we're talking about one, one Yavam. I'm a Yavam and therefore I get, I'm entitled to the entire inheritance of my brother. Why should I have to bury the wife? So, in other words, the Ksuba, why do I have to bury, why do I have to bury the wife? To bury the wife because I get the Ksuba. Right, that's what we said before. The whole Svara is, the Yavam who inherits the Ksuba, when the wife dies, he no longer has to pay out the Ksuba, so he gets the Ksuba. So, in return, he has to bury her. Says Rava, but he's not getting the ksuba from her. He's getting the ksuba from his dead brother. He never got, he never got the ksuba from her. So he doesn't owe her anything. Says the Gemara, No, Rava, you're wrong. You're saying that the ksuba comes through the brother and never went to the wife, never went to the dead woman. If it went through the, if it went to the Yavama, then from the Yavama to the Yavam, then the Yavam should pay for the Yavama's burial. But it never went to the Yavama. It went straight from his brother to him. This is a dadim. We have a rope here with two ends. You can't grab both ends. It's a Mamanavshach. You call it a Mamanavshach. If this Yavam, the guy that's alive, the brother, steps in instead of his dead brother, then he steps in, one for one, whatever his brother had to do, he has to do. So therefore, he should have to bury the wife. And if he doesn't want to bury the wife, you think Subasa. The Ksuba is, in, the is instead of the Ksuba, so let him pay the Ksuba. This is what I meant to say. I am going to inherit the brother, but I refuse to bury her. Why? And what are you telling me? Oh, but you get the ksuba. This is very interesting. This is, becomes a little bit... Uh, where are this, this pasuk over here, sorry. Back. Oh. It says in the ksuba these words. When you get married to somebody else, then you're entitled to the ksuba. Now, it doesn't mean literally when you get married, it means when you're able to get married to somebody else. When you're able to. Now, since she is so Okay, now this guy, he wants to marry her, Raji explains. He wants to be Miyabimur. So she Cannot, she can't marry somebody else. She can't marry. If he was going to divorce her, he's going to give her a chalitza and she can marry anybody in the world. Okay, so I can be Mekayim what it says in the Ksuba. We're going to see in a second. It goes according to the Mandalma that you literally darsh in the Ksuba. We had this before in Ksubas. We darsh in the words in the Ksuba like we just darsh in the Mishnah. So if I'm going to darsh in the words in the Ksuba, when you're able to marry somebody else, then you get your Ksuba. When is that? When she gets chalitza. But if the brother steps in and does Yibam, he marries her so she doesn't get a Ksuba. You don't get a Ksuba, so I don't owe you anything. 
I don't owe you anything, then, then when, when you die, I don't have to bury you. And who's this who says, oh, so, so that's it, that's the taina. Now comes a buyer back and says, no. You're darshaning these five, how many words? Six words in the ksuba. Not everybody holds you darshan words in the ksuba, literally. Who says you could darshan words in the ksuba? Oh, so I'm going to give you a memorandum of shach now. Only according to Vishamai, I darshan words. Vishaminu, Vishamai, Damishtar. Oh, there's another problem here, it says. If I'm going to take these words literally and say she doesn't deserve the ksuba because it says in the ksuba that she has to get married to somebody else or at least be able to get married to somebody else, and she can, there's another thing that Vishamai holds. Vishamai holds that anything that's oimel voice, if I owe you money and it's, I have a star that says I owe you money, so it's as if you already collected that money. You already. Rashi uses an interesting lotion. It's as if you have my field more than I own the field. It's already collected. So this woman who you owe, there's a future ksuba here, she collected it. It's as if it's in her hands. Don't tell me it's not in her hands. Fakert, it is in her hands. She has a ksuba. How do I know this? It's not. Now we're talking about a saita. A saita, a woman whose, whose husband said he... he he suspected her that she was Mizana, she was with another man. She says, come with me to, to the base of Migdash, We're gonna, you're going to drink some water. And then what happened was, she got a hitman, boom, 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 they got rid of the husband, he dies. Before she was able to drink the water. Now what's the halacha? Does she get a ksuba or not? She gets a ksuba, even though she doesn't drink the water. She can't drink the water, we're going to say in a second, he's dead. No, she doesn't get a ksuba, why? Either she drinks, if she drinks, she could get a ksuba. Ask the Gemara on the spot, what do you mean she could drink? She cannot drink if she wanted to, because her husband is not alive. What it means is, Bottom line is, we have Machlech and Bishami Silo. Bishil say she doesn't get the Ksuba. Bishami says she does get a Ksuba because he's not around. There's no drinking. He owes her a Ksuba. Finished. Now, we have to understand. What happened? Again, the husband says, suspected his wife that she was Mizana. He says, we got to go to the Beisam Mikdash. If she was Mizana, does she get a Ksuba? No. She doesn't get a Ksuba. And now that he's dead, the husband's dead. Now we don't know if she was Mizana or not. So why in the world should she get her ksuba as the Gemara? How could she collect the ksuba? So this says the Gemara, because it's as if she already collected it. She's not the mighty. You know who the mighty is? The husband's side is the mighty. She already has the ksuba in her hand. Ah, she never took it out of his bank account. Doesn't matter. When somebody owes somebody money, according to Bishami, it's as if they already collected it. So to an hour sugya, it's as if already she collected it, even though there's a yavam there, MMA since he doesn't have to pay her the ksuba, so he's chayv to bury her. Now, this is an interesting question. I, don't, I can't claim I understand it 100%, because we said that this question is based on if you darshan these words on the screen. 
But now the Gemara is saying, even if you don't darsh in these words, but it says it in the Ksuba. You can't ignore the fact that it says in the Ksuba that you get a Ksuba if, by the way, Lauren, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, I never mentioned in public Mazel Tov, should have a lot of Nachas, sorry. I keep on meaning to say it, now I see you, marriage. Mazel Tov. Big Simcha. Daughter, right? Daughter got married. I don't want to... Okay. Ask the Gemara, at the end of the day, even according to Basilal, you need, you need these words. How, how is it that she, it's as if she has the ksuba when she never got married to somebody else, she was never able to get married to somebody else, you have a yavam in the way. Yes, she married somebody else. She married her, the brother-in-law. That, why is that not somebody else? The Gemara understood that the brother-in-law steps in instead of his brothers. It's not Mama somebody else. No, it's another person. You're fulfilling at least the words, the literal words of the Ksuba. She's marrying somebody else, huh? She's able to marry the Yavam. And if, he, if, he, if she doesn't marry the Yavam, he gives her Chalitza, Noch Besser, she can marry anybody in the world. Rova asked Abaya a question. He sent it with the Shliach of Shmaya Barzei. Could the ksuba be collected in the, in the lifetime of the Tsiyavam Vatanya Rebaba Oimer? Shalti Yasumchus. So we had the story yesterday, right? Bill Gates, I looked it up. It's not 130 billion, only Nebuch, 103 billion. That's what he's worth today. Nebuch, he's very, very far from number one where he used to be. Elon Musk is almost 300 billion. Unbelievable. Okay. So he has $103 billion and he dies without children and Melinda Gates is a Yavama. So now, Bill Gates, Mark Gates, whatever his name is, he has a big dilemma. He wants to use the $103 billion but he owes Melinda $3,000. And because he owes those $3,000 of Aksuba, the entire $103 billion literally is Meshubah to Aksuba and he can't touch the money, unless she's Moichel, but she's not. She's smart. No, can't touch it. I'm concerned they're going to waste $103 billion. I'm not going to have money for my $3,000 Suba. Shabbat Yisrael. Mayasa. So what does he do? What's the Eitzah? Im Kayinu. A Kayin can't divorce her because if he divorces her, he can't marry her back. There's only one Eitzah. Yasa Suda Vifayas. A little bit of food. Sometimes food goes a long way. We see it. You know, different, I don't know what. You, you take out a client a meal. Or the match causing, you give them a few barakas and all of a sudden they're donating thousands. Whatever it is, you, you chill, the guy chills out with food. Don't, be careful where you eat, Rabbi Yisai. If somebody offers you a meal, be very careful. Be wary. I'll talk nicely to her. I can use $103 billion. Thank you. If he's a Yisrael, he has a better idea. He gives her a divorce. Viyachzer. Okay, so Rashi says right away, later, we're just we're turning the page. Who's the last day sponsor? Moshe Horn? Wow. In honor of Yankee Baum and Moshe Horn. You should be zoichet a year full of Avoidus Hashem and Parnosa Berevach. In honor of my uncle Rebbe Chonon Pressman and as a schos for a year filled with Mazel Brocha Tzlocha, Simcha and Parnosa Berevach. Ask the Gemara, 
if according to you, you could collect this ksuba when the Yavam is still alive. So what is the big deal? He wants to access the 103 billion. Let him take $3,000. He'll be large. He'll make it 6000 Put it on the table and say, here, here's the ksuba. And may I can use the rest. I don't understand something. You're asking me a question on the Brisa. We just learned it last night in the Mishnah. It's a much bigger question from the Mishnah. In the Mishnah it says, do not do that. Don't put the money on the table and say, this is your Ksuba. So all 103 billion is part of the Ksuba. No. In the Mishnah, I'm telling you a good Eitzah. I'm saying, put the money aside. You know why? Because most people, Shlomazels, if they don't put money aside, they don't have a special account, you know what's going to happen? It's going to disappear, the money. Somehow, he'll use it for something else, and he's not going to have the money for her. So put it on the side. What happens if it disappears? You're living in sin. You can't, uh, Ramirez says, you can't live without a ksuba. So you, you're going to have to, another one. The kids are, so I'm telling you. So don't, sorry, so don't set this money aside. Because if you set this money aside, then the ksuba becomes that money. Like this, you'll have, it, it's meshuba to everything that you have. Because if you don't say so, what about the end? This is your ksuba, it's on the table. A person should not do it to his regular wife. Forget about a Yavam. Everything is meshuba to his, to, to his wife. Why can he sell? Who, what, what's preventing this person from selling things? So obviously we were just giving good advice. By us also. But at the end of the day, why does Rebbe Abba say his Eitzah? That what? You should divorce this Yivama, divorce her for a day or two, and then remarry her. I have a much better idea. Take the money, put it on the side. According to you, that you could, you could, you could be goyvek subim mechay. Says the Gemara, the Rebbe Abba namiloy kashio mishom eva because there'll be a big fight. So you have to see this Rashi over here, mishum eva, like literally next to where we just left off. Mishum eva hamiyachel liishtoi oikarikoy mitalpun. If a person sets aside and he tells his wife. Here's your money, don't worry about it. If we ever get divorced, here's your money, you can take it right over here, it's in this closet. I love that Lashen. There's a, a, a the, the fight lasts forever. Why? The Savra in of Noisen Begirushan, because she's thinking to herself, why did he set it aside? Obviously, he wants to divorce me soon. Now, listen to this. This guy divorces her. No, that's not a big deal. That's not a fight. A fight is if you say something. You hear what I'm saying? You say the wrong thing to your wife, you're done forever. Forever. It's Eva Soilo. You could divorce your wife and then take her back and she's fine with it. Why? Because Yada, she understands she has why he divorced her because he wants to do business. It's good for him to get into the 103 billion Okay, she was mad at him for a few days because it's a divorce and the whole world knows she's divorced now and it's very embarrassing. But at the end of the day, she chaps. But if, huh? You remarried her. Yeah. You gave her a stickle dinner. You made a chasana for her. 
I don't know. I think it's a big, it's a, it's a Muslim askel. You say the wrong thing to your wife, they never forget. They never forget. They'll always bring it up. But you can divorce her. It's better, better divorce than fight with her. As I state in Rashi. Stefanski said, divorce the wife. Okay. Yeah. Do not take some bias advice from me. You know what I found out yesterday? That the guy that wrote Men Are From Mars and Women From Mars, I never know. He's divorced four times. Maishashaya. What? He writes in Agdama. I wasn't saying, I don't read Agdamas. I go straight to chapter one. Each chapter was a different one. Yeah. It's like he's. I heard that he writes that I'm working on my marriage with my fourth wife and then he divorced her also later on. He saw that in how many millions of copies? Million. My wife has a relative, I'm not going to say his famous relative. He wrote a book, it's on Amazon, he wrote a book, How to Get a Job. The guy never had a job in his life. Never had a job. Seriously. Don't, don't, don't believe these books. Did they, they sell this guy a book for me? How can I write a book like that when I have no shaykhs? No shaykhs, you have to Listen to this. There was a yibum going on. There's a yibum. Here. Fine. We have the famous case. Ruvain is married to Rachel. And it happens to be that after Ruvain, look what happens here. Check this out, Rabbi Isai. When he goes sideways, he leaves a very big Yerusha. Now, who, who's older, you or, or uh, Avi? Avi, how old are you? <laughs> Avi, you're older. You have the white beard. Okay, so halachically, Avi, or Levi in this case, is miyabim this yivama. He should. We go to the oldest brother. Shimon is a little nervous. He chaps what's going on here. There's a pile of cash here. Now, if this chalitza, what happens to the cash? They divide it 50-50. But if Levi marries her, Levi gets the entire pile of cash. What does Shimon do? He's smart. He goes to a cipher, he writes a get, and he's about to, he's going to toss it to her. He's just going to throw it at her. And that get, Midrabanan, is like a chalitza, right? That we learned in Yivamas. And ah, oh, she's a chalitza, you can't be Miyabimer. He gets 50% of the million dollars. Great idea. Comes Levi the Cheverman. He has what's about to happen. He sees him running, running towards the Yavama with a get in his hand. No, no, what are you doing? I want to marry her. What do you want? You want half of the money? I'll give you half of the money. No problem. Here, let's make a Kenyan. They do a Kenyan. Uh, Shalom Yisrael. And then, when it's all over, he marries her. The lady says, A faig. Great Maisa. These are great brothers. Amalei. So, so the brother, Shimon, he decides he's going to give her a get. And he gives her a get. He's going to gain half of the Yerusha. So Levi says, what are you trying to do here? All you care about is money. All you care. You're such a selfish person. What's the big deal? I'll give you half. He even did a Kenyan on it. Since Rav Yosef is of the opinion, we're going to see this Machlekes. Rav Yosef's opinion says, the Yavam has no right to sell anything. He had no right to give anything at that time to his brother. It's not his to give away. And then what? So Levi turns to Shem and says, you see that lake over there? Go jump in it. And from that day on, 
came to say, jump in the lake. Right? Otherwise, I don't know. It's from here, from this Gemara. Okay. So, the Bukhar doesn't owe anything. Levi doesn't have to give him a dime. Says the Gemara, the Sanya, Misha Meis Vinayach Shemeris Yavam. Yeah, by the way, Stam, I, I didn't tire I control myself, I didn't say this, Maisa. Everybody knows this story, but now, covered Roshana, the, uh, I think it's a true story. A kid, you could, you could put that thing back on, it's good for the story. A kid in school, the, the Rebbe asked, do you know what a Gibum is? He says, yeah. If a brother dies without hair, he's bald, then, he says, bald, what are you talking about? He says, yeah. Says the art scroll, hearless. H E I R L E S. So he's hearless. And now I was thinking, because we have the Baldwin brothers, this Mamish passed, this Maisa Mamish passed. He saw it in the art scroll, he saw the screen, and he sees everybody's bald. Hearless. Bald people. Okay. Huh? Yeah. So you're kidding, what do you expect from him? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. They're still there. He hasn't, he's not even, I don't know if he's alive anymore. It's like in the 80s, he played for the beers. Yeah. It's only, only me and you know what's going on in a couple of people in Chicago. Okay. It's the best investment. You, you get a billboard, like you pay them one month, and they say, okay, take it off. And it just stays there for 17 years. Like those buses, the buses. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Only the old guys. Okay. That, people still, t- I even said, think I paid to be on the back of a bus. Unbelievable. So true. Amalek, so <laughs> what it's happening, they got an advertisement for you on the back of the bus, and it was supposed to be for how long? A month. And it stayed for two years, and then COVID came, and nobody's advertising the buses, and the bus is going around and around, and they got the biggest bang for the buck. Amalek Abaya. Everybody said, from then, that's how they wrote the book. Amalek Abaya. Now, is that true? Huh? Oh. Person who dies and he leaves a Yavama, and he left a hundred times the amount. Her Ksuba is one hundred. He left her a hundred times a hundred. I didn't know what that is, so I went to Panovich. She called he cannot sell anything, even though he has a hundred times the amount of money to pay Riksuva whenever he feels like paying Riksuva. He shouldn't, like the Bill Gates thing, 103 billion, and the Ksuba is uh, $3,000. He could pay it up. No. Everything is a chroy for the Ksuba, and Memela is now allowed to sell. So if is of the opinion, you can't sell. Abaya argues. What? If, if he does sell, it doesn't count. Vasnan. Remember, we just learned this in the Mishnah. I'm doing this for the Rosh because he wasn't here. Here we go. But I did show it to him. You have the three stages in life. You have before Arison, after Arison, and after Nisuin. So what happened was, the, this Kala, after she became a Arusa, she got an inheritance. And then, the, she sold it. Now, she's not supposed to sell it according to Basil. According to Bishama, she could sell the Chathila. According to Bishil, she shouldn't sell it. But if she sold it, what's the halacha? According to Hillel, it works. So here you have a case where you're not supposed to sell and you sell. 
That's our case. That if she went ahead, even though she wasn't supposed to sell, it's a good sale. So by us also, even though the Yavam shouldn't sell, it should be a good sale. They said, that Allah is like Rav Yosef, that if you sell, it's nothing. What? He made it beautiful. How did he, he dress it up with some with, with jewelry? Like, he didn't explain why. No, the Allah is like a baya, that if the Yavam sells his chasim, even though he shouldn't have sold his brother's stuff, but he did, it works. And if you know a good reason why Rav Yosef said his halacha that doesn't work, let me know. Another Rav Yosef, he himself, Rav Yosef himself, which he's by his Rebbe, he went out to find a place, a riot for himself. You have two brothers. We have here. Okay, yeah. You have two brothers. You have the brother, Ruvain lent money to Shimon. And Reuven goes bye-bye. Reuven is a malva, Shimon is a loiva. He borrowed money from his own brother. Now what happens, very interesting, what happens after the brother dies? The brother goes bye-bye. On the one hand, Shimon could say to himself, I get everything. All Reuven's money comes to me. So why should I, why should I pay up the loan? It's going from one pocket to another. And he left. I'm anyways going to inherit all the money. Because now we have a ksuba that, that has an achrayis for nechassim. So we have to take this money. You have to take the money that Shimon owes his late brother and buy a field with it. Okay. So the Gemara says, listen to this. It's a cheshman, says Rabbi Yosef. If I'm going to take money away from Shimon and put it on the side, so certainly if Shimon goes and sells his brother's karka, I'm going to take it away from Shimon. You hear the cheshman? If Shimon owes money to Ruvain, I take the money out of Shimon's wallet, and what do I do with it? I buy a field. So if Shimon went ahead and sold something that already has a chrayis and a shibud to the yavama. And he goes ahead and he sells it. I'm going to grab it away. I'm going to take it out of him. It's a beautiful riot. Who says we take it out? Maybe we're just trying to be nice and give him a good etza, put it on the side so you have something to pay later on. We use the lashon moitzin. We take it out. That's a, nice, that's a favor? By the way, this whole ride that you just brought, Rav Yosef, you just brought, is not a good b'raisa. Because we're talking about money. And money doesn't, you can't, you can't make that a shiba to a ksuba. It's not, uh, doesn't have, a, you don't use that as a guarantee to the ksuba. Okay, let's stop over here because I have to do slichas. Rabbi Sai, have a wonderful day. A good keben shiar. Sivu chasim Tomorrow shear at 4.30 right here in the base measures, one hour before Mincha. Matzei Yantif, 9.30, Tushi Urim.